Welcome, beautiful souls, to a brand new chapter and mini-series of Dear Diary, the Self-Love Podcast. I am your host, Amanda Beatty, and I'm really excited to introduce something special that's been brewing here behind the scenes. You see, I believe in the power uh, and strength that comes from sharing our stories and embracing our struggles. I mean, this is literally what this podcast is all about. Me sharing my stories, my struggles, my triumphs, my wins, my lessons, my wisdom. And so that's why I'm super excited to announce this upcoming couple of episodes. I'm not really sure how this is going to last. This may last for a while. This may ebb and flow. This may something be something that comes around every now and then. Um, but it is our coaching series, real life coaching series. In this series, I'm going to be diving deep into the heart of real life journeys. We're going to explore relatable struggles from clients, from people, real life people that I connect with on a daily basis to ignite and empower and inspire you to navigate through life struggles. In each episode, we will tackle common challenges that many of us face. And so for those moments when you're navigating uncertainty and seeking clarity and simply looking for the extra push or support to overcome these obstacles that are in our paths, these episodes will serve you well. These episodes will also be about connecting and resonating and realizing that we are not alone in our battles. I'm in the arena with you. There are others in this arena with you. We are all walking on this journey. We all have our shit that we struggle with. And the exciting part about all of this that I'm really, really excited for is that you, yes, you listening, have an opportunity to be a part of this journey. So if there's something that you're struggling with, if there's something that you're yearning for guidance on, if you're looking to work with me and receive coaching support without actually working with me, you can submit your question and I can answer it on the podcast. Everybody will stay anonymous. Nobody's names will be involved. However, if you'd like, I will reach out to you and, you know, send you the episode so that you know, like, hey, here it is. Here's your question. I answered it. Um, but I, I do think that keeping people private is super, super important for me. So here's your chance. You can share your story. You can submit your coaching questions or bring up any current challenges that you are facing. Just simply head over to the show notes, find the form that is waiting for you. This is your platform. This podcast is your platform to be heard, to inspire others through your experiences, and to receive valuable coaching insights that can light you up and help you heal. So let's embark on this journey together. It's time to amplify our voices, uplift our spirits, and show the world that there is so much resilience that is within us. Join me in this coaching series and let's create some growth, some empowerment, and some transformation. Thank you for being a part of this. I love you. I appreciate you. This incredible community means so much to me. Your stories matter. Your struggles are valid and your victories are worth celebrating. So head over to the show notes, fill out the form, and let's create some magic together in this little mini-series. Until next time, let's get into it.
Hey, hey, welcome back to Dear Diary of the Self-Love Podcast, another coaching series, mini episode. Quite a few of you asked this question, and I think it's important, and I feel like we've talked about it before, but I'm going to go into it into a little bit more depth today, and that is, what do I do? The question is, what do I do when I'm always imagining worst-case scenarios? Like I get into these thought loops and these patterns where I'm constantly either stressed about what happened in the past or worried about what's happening in the future or really like deep in a story of some sort where I'm just like spiraling out of control, like worst case scenario, right? How many of you, raise your hands, have been in this situation and experienced this type of hyper arousal in this fight or flight response, right? Struggling with excessive worry about the past or just always anxious about what's going to happen in the future or just always focusing on what's going wrong. There are so many of of you that I talk to and so many of you that I coach with that are just like always finding what's wrong, right? Just worst case scenario. And there's a couple things that come up for me with this. Number one, been there, done that. That was my life. <laughs> that literally I grew up um, being conditioned with a lot of worst case scenarios, a lot of a lot of negativity, a lot of, you know, always finding the, the bad in, in a situation. And so it's really easy, even just as society, you know, you watch the news or you you talk to your girlfriend, you know that that friend that you talk to and like every time you talk to her, she's always got to complain about everything that's happening in her life, right? And it's not to put anybody down, but it's like there are some people, I was included in this, that just can't stop finding the bad. And I'm air quoting bad, right? Because for me, there's no good and bad anymore. It's all wisdom. It's all information. But somebody who just get stuck in it and consumed in it. So what do I do when I'm finding myself in this worst case scenario spiral? Okay, there's a couple things. The first thing that I would ask you is, are you in the present moment? Direct your focus to the present moment. You can do that by breathing, by meditation, by yoga, by anything, right? Some people gardening is like a very like meditative state, watering your flowers, weeding your garden, cooking, right? Focus on the present moment. For me, it's breath work every time. Whenever I find myself spiraling, I go right to breath work because what that does, it tells your nervous system that's in hyperarousal about this scenario It alerts your nervous system that it's okay, it can relax now. Chances are, if you're finding yourself overly stressed about a situation, you're not in the present moment, right? And even you're like, but Amanda, I'm having an argument with my partner that feels very present moment. Yeah, and what is your argument about something that you – could have done, should have done, or wanted to change in the past? Or is it something that you are anxious about in the future because you want to see a change or a difference or 
right? Like, are you really being fully present in the moment? Are you listening to what they're saying? Are you listening to how it feels in your body? Are you being present even with your breath? I notice this a lot with my partner when him and I get into confrontations. I have to really be mindful to not get outside of my body and like tap into what his thoughts are and his emotions and his feelings and his opinions, I have to remember to come back home into my body. And I do that through the power of the breath, right? And sometimes I look like an idiot. Sometimes I'm like, I'll just start breathing. And sometimes it's triggering for him because that signals to him that I'm getting emotional, right? When he starts seeing that I'm like breathing differently. But it's just a way to regulate my nervous system, right? So the other thing that comes up for me is mindfulness and and grounding techniques, right? When you are spiraling, are you being mindful about what you're even spiraling about? And the thing that I like to ask myself the most when I am in these spiral worst case scenario situations, I'll ask myself, this is really, really powerful, like remember this. It's helped me. It's helped a lot of my clients. Ask yourself, is it true? You know, maybe you're you're a mom and you are spiraling in this worst case scenario of like, I'm probably fucking up my kid. <laughs> I'm probably traumatizing him. I, you know, I'm not doing a good job. He's, he's, you know, I, I'm not giving him what he needs or I'm not doing my best or just, you know, you start spiraling about like mom guilt and it starts da 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 Ask yourself, is it true? Am I, am I like, am I fucking up my kid? No. I'm actually doing a really good job. Like I'm doing the best job that I can possibly do with the tools that I have, right? Worst case scenario, for the longest time, it was like me in fight or flight mode with my partner. Do I stay in this relationship and make it work? Do I stay in this relationship and grow through these really hard, uncomfortable truths and situations and arguments and all of the things? Or do I go? Do I pack my bags and do I hightail it out of here and just figure out what I'm going to do and rip my family apart and just get away from this? Like, do I like do I stay? Do I go? Do I stay? Do I go? And then I ask myself, is it true? And not is it true? Do I stay? Is it true? Do I go? Is it true? Do I need to know right now in this very present moment? Do I have to make a decision? No. I don't. I'm worried about the future. I'm worried. I'm stressed about the past. What's gotten us to here? Where is it going to go in the future? I can't predict it. I can't control it. Right? So it's just like, is it true? Do you need to figure this out right now? Or if you have shame and blame and guilt about whatever the situation is, ask yourself, is it true? So Keep that question like in your toolbox for the next time, okay? And then that sort of segues into identifying the underlying beliefs of these worst-case scenario spirals and what what are these thought patterns that are contributing to your anxiety. Really sort of – and I don't think you have to do this all the time, but, but it, it can be very powerful is to get to the root cause. A lot of these worst-case scenarios often stem from – past experiences or learned behaviors 
from a time where we were trying to keep ourselves safe from whatever it is we were experiencing. And now here we are as an adult still continuing these same patterns that once kept us safe, but now we don't need to. We don't need to be kept safe in the way that we used to. We are our adult selves now, right? And so it's like what helping getting to the bottom, helping yourself get to the bottom of what are these challenges and beliefs that are creating this thinking pattern is most likely it's fear, right? Even if it's even if it doesn't seem like it's fear, fear is almost always at the bottom and underneath of everything. Where are you fearful? Why are you living in the past or stressed about the future? Is it because you can't control it? Well, why do you need to control it? When in your life did you need to control things in order to stay safe? Or did things feel so out of control that you grasped on to whatever it is that you could control to feel safe, right? These are just questions. And a lot of this is very surface level because worst case scenarios and hyper arousal and fight or flight responses and anxiety, that's something that you need to get to work with somebody to receive support around. I do not recommend these things, taking taking yourself and taking these things on yourself because it often takes someone reflecting what they're hearing from you, reflecting what they are seeing in you for you to sort of zoom out. And even then it's so hard. These things are so deeply ingrained in us. They are they're unconscious. We're not even aware that we're doing them until after a while it's like, oh my God, I've, I've spiraled out of control, right? So another thing is by far receiving support 100%. Um, I think that that's really, really important, especially for people who are experiencing anxiety and it's severe and it's persistent, okay? I think that's so, so important. So I just want to like note that highlight that. Um, One of the other things that I worked with a client on um, last year, we created a journal exercise for her. And on one page, it was her worry journal. And on the other page, it was her gratitude journal. So it was a little practice for her. And every morning and every night, she would write down her anxious thoughts, her worries, her triggers, and it really gave her an outlet to review and identify areas and patterns and room for growth and things that she could ask herself, is it true? Is it true? Is it true? And seeing it every day, and it's not to say like, oh, just write down things that suck every day. It was a way to be present and mindful with what was alive inside of her, to get it out of her head, out of her body, and onto paper, right? When we hold on to these anxious, spiraling, worst-case scenario thoughts, they tend to manifest as bigger, deeper problems within our body. So really just getting it out is a really great practice. And the other thing is the gratitude practice, right? So it's like write down all your worries and then write down all of your all of what you're grateful for, using the gratitude practice to shift your focus towards positivity. So write down, verbalize, what are you grateful for every day? For me, it's like 
freshly shaved legs and clean bed sheets, a hot cup of coffee, a massage, um, picking my son up from school and, and seeing him smile and play with his friends while I'm in the car pickup line, being able to sleep in because it's the weekend, like finding just the smallest little details because often when you are in these worst case scenarios, you're not being present, you're not being mindful, and you're probably also not being grateful or finding the gratitude in all of the little moments in your life. You're focusing on what's not working instead of focusing on what is working. So that's going to lead us to the next point. What are you focusing on that's not working and what can you shift your focus to of what is working? And it's not to say that you're going to bypass whatever's not working and just shove it under the rug and forget about it, but it's really like where are you deciding to spend your attention? What are you paying attention to? Because where your energy goes, what is the saying? Shit. (laughs) Where your energy goes, energy flows. Like the more you're thinking and sitting and dwelling in the muck, the more it's going to expand and grow and you're going to experience more of it. Does that make sense? So if you can allow yourself to focus on what's going right, notice this thought pattern because you're being present and shift it. What's going right about this situation? I'll use the example of my partner and I struggling in a conflict, right? You could easily go, nothing's going right in that situation. You guys are arguing. There's yelling. There's frustration. There's tears. There's anger. There's sadness. There's resentment. It's heavy. It's hard. Well, what is going right? Well, we're having the hard conversations. Even though they fucking suck, we're having them, right? We're still together. We're still working this out. He's committed. I'm committed. What's working? We are, I could say what's not working. Oh my God, my son, he sees us fighting. You know, we try really mindful, we try to be really mindful to not do it in front of him, but let's be real. This is a human experience and shit happens as much as we try not to. And I could easily be like, oh my God, I'm ruining him. He sees us arguing and now he's, you know, oh, he's going to think that that's okay. And like, oh, this, instead it's like, you know what? I can sit and have a conversation with him after and say, how did that make you feel that you heard mom and dad upset at each other? What's going right? An opportunity for me to sit down and have a a good conversation with my son to teach him. This is what happens when you discuss your feelings. Sometimes you're not always going to agree. Sometimes your feelings feel really big and it's hard to have conversations. Right. And obviously to the level and extent of which he can understand and comprehend because he's a kid. But I can look at that and shift my mindset of like, that's actually a positive that I get to share that moment with him and teach him that lesson. This is sometimes how it is (laughs) because it's not going to be rainbows and sunshine. So I'm I'm preparing him for you're going to have difficult conversations in your life, kid. (laughs) especially if you get into a relationship with somebody. So I'm going to keep this moving on and I'm going to give you two more points. I don't know what number we're on. I should probably take notes, but this is just something that I talk about so much. So it's literally always on my heart. The next thing is stress reduction techniques. What are your practices? When you are in this worst case scenario spiral, what do you do? 
Do you amplify and sit in the muck and allow it to spiral? Do you let it take control of you? Or do you have a technique or a tool or a practice such as journaling, breathwork, meditation? Do you have support? Can you reach out for support? Can you, like, what are you doing to interrupt this pattern and start to regulate your nervous system? Because if you're noticing that this this system is coming online and you're starting to really always just be stressed and anxious about what's not even really right in front of you, what are you doing about it? Right? Don't let you don't let, allow your mind, your monkey mind to feed into it. Put a what is the word I'm looking for? It's like the record skips, right? It's like Put a stick a pin in it for just now. Check in, get present, do your breath, do your practice, focus on the present moment, see what's underlying here, ask yourself if it's true. Like, there's so many tools and techniques you can adapt and see what works for you, right? It may not work for you to sit down with a pen and paper and journal. That might be something that might be more of like a morning routine or a bedtime routine when you're not really like in the thick of it, right? And the last thing I would say would be understanding what got you here, understanding your past traumas, okay? A lot of them are unresolved. Even if you've been in therapy for years and years and years, there's so many different layers. So, It is my opinion that when you are in this situation where you do feel like you're just always focused on the worst case scenario, is that somewhere in your past you experienced that and it is probably fueling this anxiety. So really getting to the bottom. I know we talked about that just a little bit before, but finding support to get to the bottom of what it is. You don't even have to understand what happened or why it happened, but sometimes just being with the feeling is enough, right? This is what I do with a lot of my clients when we do our somatic sessions, the self-love sessions, the one-on-one. It's like, okay, what is this worst case scenario? Well, I feel like I'm never going to be successful. Okay. What is that? What is it? Where is that? Is it always coming up for you? Yeah, it comes up for me constantly when I go to pay my bills, when I share on social media and I don't get any response, when I have a client that says that they want to sign up for me and then they don't sign up with me, or I have an expectation or a goal and then I don't meet it. What does it feel like? Where is it in your body? Oh my gosh, it's in my chest, it's in my neck, it's in my upper back, and it feels tight and it feels heavy and it feels like this stuck sticky, dense, crunchy, yuck, okay? Well, what is all of that dense, sticky, crunchy, yuck? What does that feel like? If it had a feeling, what would it feel like? It feels like unworthiness. It feels like a fear of failure. It feels like sadness. Okay, we got, we've gotten to the root of it, right? It's, it's the fear And now can we just be with the fear? Because it makes a lot of sense why it would be there, why you would feel this way, why you would be putting pressure on yourself. 
Can you just be with that? Allow it to take up space inside of you. Not allowing it to take over or control you, but just to have a voice, to be seen, to be heard. Can you allow it to just be present within you? In the present moment, from a grounded place, focusing on your breath with support. And sometimes just letting it reside within you and not letting it take you out of control and let you spiral, just being with it from a grounded, loving, compassionate place, it starts to lose its power. It starts to lose its grip over you. And now this is a practice and you do it over and over and over again. This is the somatic practice that I have. And it's just being present with my feelings, feeling my feelings. Feel that worst case scenario. What is it? What's underneath it? What's the feeling associated with it? Why is that feeling there? What does it feel like in your body? And can you just let it be? Send love to it. Send compassion to it. You don't need to figure it out. You don't need to change it. You don't need to fix it. Just be with it. And then let it go. And sometimes that is the best practice. There's nothing to figure out. There's no fixing involved. It's just letting it be seen and heard and felt. And then letting it move through you. So if you ever need any extra support, please reach out. All the links for everything are in my show notes, ways to work with me. I have so many different offers at so many different price points. We can even hop on a free connection call to see if it would be a fit, to see if it would be an alignment for you to be supported by me. But there is so much work that you can do around these worst case scenarios and these thought patterns, spirals, and loops. And receiving support is definitely by far the most powerful one. These things have been ingrained in us for years and years and years and generations and generations deep. They're not going to go away overnight, but each time you sit with them, each time you allow them to come up to the surface, each time you are mindful about not shaming yourself for having these thoughts, the more it lessens its grip over you. So I hope this episode served you well. Again, we just scratched the surface. There's so much here for this. Stay, Go check out any podcast episode and look for the title and see if one resonates. And I guarantee you there's another tool that has to do with old patterns, old beliefs, thought loops, feeling your feelings, being present, self-awareness. It's all connected on this journey of self-discovery and remembering who we are and letting go of what's not serving us because these worst case scenarios are not serving us. You deserve so much more peace and happiness and I hope you can find it. And if you need extra support getting there, I'm just a message away. Until next time, I'll see you around. And that is it for today's episode. I hope that these words activated and inspired something inside of you. And if they did, please share this episode with a friend or on your social media and feel free to tag me so that I can say thank you. 
The more people who hear these words along their path, the more we can help inspire and heal the world. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave a review. Trust me, your future self will thank you. Sending love and light until next time. I'll see you soon.